listener. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulikit Wulan clan of the Boomerang, who are a part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Hello, everyone. Hello. And you, Steph. Thanks. Hi. And we have a new producer. We're so excited. <laughs> so as you guys know, Mandy had her last episode with us last week that yes. we were very sad about, but we have the wonderful Lindsay mm, with us now. Us. Yay. Lindsay, welcome. Hello. Thank Hello. <laughs> I will say I'm very nervous. Don't be. We are so excited to have you, Lindsay, and we can't wait to get to know you as much as the community as well. And Lindsay's actually set up a bit of a get to know her quick game. Before we do get into that, we do have a very quick kick update for you guys. And as you might already know, we recently celebrated our fifth birthday for the app. And along with that, we started to release five new masterclasses for five weeks. And we're currently in week three of that. And this week's drop is five new low impact classes with Brooke, who's one of Kik's OG trainers. So you can work up a sweat with no sign of burpees or squat jumps if you're not into those. (laughs) And for me too, I'm actually coming back from injury. So Mm. I have a bulge disc currently. Joy. An arm with a big, with a lot of gashes <laughs> in it. But that's not even a problem at no. this point. It's not really, it hasn't, because I can't really do anything anyway. Yeah. But because of my bulge disc, mm. I am on, I'm not on bed rest, I, but I can't, I really, I can very only walk minimum, right now. I can't do anything else and some very small Pilates stuff. Yeah. So when I can build back up and I'll share with you guys, because it's been like almost three weeks mm. I haven't done anything mm. except like a few Pilates things and yeah. I think two walks or three walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm starting, mentally it's hard because mm. when exercise is such a big part, like for me, it's such a big coping mechanism for stress and all yeah. these other things. So I'm missing it, but that's okay. I'm going to keep sharing with you guys. And it is what it is. I'm at a phase in my life that I'm injured and that's fine. So I'm going to have to build up very slowly. But when I am ready to do hit, I'm mm. not going to be able to go straight into intense, intense yeah. hit. I will start. With the low impact hit. Mm, so now you have five new classes to try. Well, thank you for that. No, you know what? It wasn't just up to me. But <laughs> <you're welcome. laughs> okay, now now we get to probably intro Lindsay and play this game and we are so intrigued for what you have in store. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to come up with something that was fun that would help you guys and the community get to know me a little bit, but also something that would feel authentic to the kick pod and also to the kick app as well. Uh, so I put together a bit of a rapid fire 20 questions get to know me game in the style of a bit of a hit workout. So I've printed <laughs> off 20 questions and put them in a bowl for you, Steph and Laura, to choose from. Uh, I'll play a song and I figure we just try and get through as many as we can. Okay. Okay. Amazing. Okay. okay. Do we get as a quick Yeah, I'm getting ready. one ready. Okay, you go first. Okay. okay. It's very exciting. Okay, Lindsay, what is your favourite non-listener podcast? Uh, my favourite is this running podcast hosted by three dads who get together every Monday night and talk about running. Cute. Love it. Best book you've read this year? 
uh, The Goldfinch by Donna Tartt. Oh, nice. Would you rather piss your pants in public or be caught with a vibrator in the airport? <laughs> I would rather be caught with a vibrator in the airport. <laughs> Favourite listener podcast that you don't work on? Uh, Complete Dribble with Christian Hull. <gasps> Episode of the Kick Pod, you think about years after hearing it. I was thinking about this the other day. A few years ago, you had this life admin woman on who was amazing. Oh, oh yes. she's really good. <laughs> if you had to dress up as a sexy something for a partner, what would you do? <laughs> Uh, firefighter. Oh, nice. Standing up as soon as the plane lands, yes or no? Absolutely yes, 100%. What? No. <laughs> Showering after sex, yes or no? This is Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. Okay, would you rather pick up dog poo barehanded or accidentally eat someone else's booger? Uh, I, th- I think pick up dog poo barehanded as long as it was dry. Oh, uh, what, what one day in your life would you like to relive? Uh, it was one recently. I was in Greece doing this big swim. Um, we like swam from one island to another, oh. and it was like the hardest swim of my life, but also just like one of the best days. Of my so life. beautiful. Oh. Okay, describe yourself in three words. Um, uh, silly, um, <laughs> conscientious, uh, and kind. I think. Oh, I love that. What's on your bucket list? It's, it's very small. I've never eaten at a sushi train, but I would really like to. Okay, we're going to go we take you to a sushi train. <laughs> <laughs> what was your dream job as a kid? I really wanted to be a dentist. Oh. What is your proudest achievement? Uh, similar to the swim, um, the first half marathon I ran a few years ago at the Melbourne Marathon Festival. Oh, my God, good on you. What would be your first job as Prime Minister? Oh, I would... <laughs> ban 12-hour time and just bring in 24-hour time. <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh my God, Seth will love this. Which friend's character are you? Monica. Yeah. Uh, and that's the end. Amazing. This should be, that was that. so kick. In terms of the I podcast integration, of, I feel like this should be the, the, the quiz for the listeners. Oh. We should do, actually, the ones specifically related. To the <gasps> yes. We should put it on our stories as a poll. Like polls. We should do a poll. We should do that. That's Loved cute. it. Love that. Loved it. Oh, well, Lindsay, welcome. We're so excited to have you. And everyone, you're just going to love Lindsay. Yeah. We're very lucky. Yeah. And we're very excited to take you to a sushi chain. <laughs> <laughs> so that's enough out of me. Uh, I guess back to the kick pod. <laughs> okay, Steffi. I don't think I've ever been as excited about a podcast segment. <laughs> I think that's a bit weird, isn't it? I wish I didn't tell you before. Yeah. Anyway, for everyone at home yes, or wherever the heck you are right now, you're, you're good with anywhere. We need to talk about something because the other day yeah. I took my bra off, mm. put it down on my – I actually keep my bras. I don't even keep it in the bra drawer. I keep it in my wardrobe, which isn't in our bedroom, just the top, like one bra. So then I put my bra back in the same spot and then I keep using it. Just one every bra. Every day. Yeah, one You bra. only have one bra that you like to wear. Well, no, I just like it just goes on rotation. Then if I lose it or like misplace it, then I'll go get another bra from my drawer. But right. I just have one revolving bra. Anyway, so the other day I pulled my bra yeah. and I was like, pulled it, pulled it, I pulled it away out of the cupboard, yeah. flipped it around, or was flipped around and I was like, oh, I've got some sweat marks on that bra. So the... Not just no like kidding. on the, not on the straps, but like in the padding area, yeah. it's like full, like it's like a, looks like it's been dipped in salt water and then put back, yes. back up. So yep. a bit of a thing. And I made me think, how often am I meant to be washing my bra? Because I genuinely 
don't wash my. I just no probably, when no how often do you actually probably once a month I reckon once what? a month <laughs> Laura can I ask you a question yeah if you're wearing like if you were to wear the same singlet every day I will I would you'd wash, wash it. it right yeah yeah hundred percent why in the heck are you because not washing bras your bra? have wire they have special washing instructions it is harder to wash a bra I never follow I the also feel like you need that the longer the life of the bra the less you wash it. Right. Because washing bras reduces the. I don't. I just. I, it's so funny. I just don't yeah. think about washing my bra. Interesting. And I want to know: mm. Do you guys wash your bra? Yeah, I, w- I wash mine every probably th- two to three wears. Do you? Yep. So you do you? How many bras? I've do you got have? probably four that I like to wear within the week. And do you wear the same one three days in a row and then just go to a new one, or you just depends on what I'm wearing? Because yeah, like okay. some of them are like cotton white bras, others are like lacy black bras. So, you know, depends on what I'm wearing and what yeah. I want underneath. Um, but, no, I've got, like, four that I know are really comfortable and, like, look good under clothing or whatever that I'll just rotate between in the week. But absolutely I wash them. And I, I just do have, not follow the instructions, mind I you. I have skin colour, plain yeah. bra. Yeah. That's what I wear. Just like one. every day. Just one. Or two. Like they're pretty much the same. Yeah. I don't wear Maybe any you get another bras. One and then you, when you are washing them, you don't have to wash them the same bra as oh, many times in the week. I don't think you need week. to wash your bra. I don't actually think you do. It, so is, I would. <laughs> it is fitted to your skin, Laura, more than anything. Yeah, but I every just don't day. think, I don't think we need to wash our bras. But I think boobs, it's another job. We don't have time. Yeah, I do sweat. That's why it's got sweat marks. I, yeah. It doesn't smell. You've never smelt me, have you? Mm, no. Have you? No, exactly. no, but I'd like to smell your bra. I've never smelt it. Mm. I've never smelt my bra specifically, but it's because it's got the T-shirt blocker. Anyway. Anyway, so the, I would love to know, do you guys wash your bras? And also what we were thinking about is I feel like we all have a grotty thing because I... Yeah, we all have grotty Mine's things. my bra, right? Yeah. I wash my sheets once a week. Yeah. If nice. it's, they're not Good washed job. once a week, I'm like, I can't. It's not yeah. clean. I can't sleep. Also, the dogs sometimes come in our beds. Like, yeah. They're pretty. They go outside and stuff. But... Everything else, I'm super like, yeah. I dry can't clean my stuff on time. Yeah, I wash all my other stuff except my bra. Yeah. So do you have like you? Yes. I know you do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do have some grotty habits, uh, as we know. I'm not a tidy gal. Um, but also, I know this one you share with me. What? The state of our cars. The the, the state I am that getting our car better. Can, can, is that because you're in a lone car? So I currently have a beautiful Genesis. Is that very because you're in a lone car? And I, it is. I Genesis, feel like you're treating it differently. If you're <laughs> I am keeping my car very clean. It is. It's, you came in it today. Yes. I drove you in it yeah. to work. Yeah. How did it's it very feel? Tidy. Was it clean? Yeah, Was there yeah. anything in it? No. Exactly. Like a receipt, but that's like nothing for yeah, me. Exactly. But I have been in your car before where there's been like <laughs> an empty coffee cup or maybe two. And a keep carb next to that. You know when like it goes a week off ago. very bad? Yeah. When we have a shoot week or something yes. where we have to change clothes, that's the start of it for it, me. And oh, then it, then the same. pile of clothes and then it just goes downhill from there. Honestly, it's all still in my boot like two weeks after <laughs> the shoot ends. All just all of the random bits and bobs that we bring from our house to make the sets like books and yeah. perfume oh, and stuff. It's still car. in my boot. But that is, there you go. Yeah. yeah, we've all got some stuff in our cars. I mean, Josh Josh is tidy, right? But he he does have his grotty habits, as we have discussed on the podcast he before. He eats his boogers disgusting. He eats his boogers. He put a booger Great. in my mouth. And yeah. I'm like, what? Why? Why would he do that? And then I'm looking over at Josh on the couch. He's sitting there picking his <laughs> nose, eating his boogers, which is my biggest ick about. So I hate that Josh, about Josh. That is... It's quite weird. I have to say, it's like, disgusting. Picking your nose and eating. Have you asked him about it? 
Yeah, he just, he does, he does he's like proud the taste. Beast. He likes the taste mm-hmm. and he thinks it helps his immune system, he says. He's always done it. Always, always, always Can done I it. say, I don't know anyone who does that except Josh. Like, it's not common. <laughs> I have to preface that when I said someone puts it in my it's mouth, Harvey. it's like Harvey. It's not Josh's <laughs> book is going around, it's Harvey. Um, but also, you guys then got in touch with us and apparently it's incredibly common. Very common. Anyway, we need to feel better. I need to feel better about the fact that I wear the Bit same bra every yep. day for a month. And so you, you guys, you came through with the goods. We have got so many of your grotty stories that we're going to read some of them out, but there's too many. Yeah. So we're going to do a lucky dip. Laws, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do the honours of reading the first one? Okay. I won't wash my hands after going to the toilet. You know, I'm laughing. I don't always wash Sometimes my hands. when I'm at I home don't. at work, anyone listening, yeah, if no, you work no. with me, if I... I oh, yeah, at home. No. I was about to say if I touch you. I don't touch... Oh, my God. If I touch, like, things yeah. around, I have yeah. washed my hands, but at home I have to say... I, I don't. Especially if we run out of soap in the bathroom. But if there's someone in the cubicle, turn the water on so oh. people think that I am... <laughs> I actually genuinely want to know I've done that. how many, I've done and that. also, you know what? Sanitize me away. I love yeah. a bit of sanitizer. Same. It's the lazy girl I, way to wash I your don't hands. I wash my hands and then Same. dry them. So I'll just use sanitizer. I, and you know what I've done sometimes? What? I've actually, I've done this. Turn the I've, tap on? Yeah. yeah no, same. I've just drenched, made a put a bit of water on my hand. Psh, psh, so then I come out and I'm like shaking. So like I look like, like I've just washed really washed my but hands. But really, hard. like, I've done that too. And I just think afterwards, why didn't I just wash my hands? Like, I went to the effort of turning the tap on, making it look like I've washed my Why? hands. It probably would have taken the same amount of time to actually Why wash my hands. It's weird. Very yeah. Weird. You know what though? I feel seen and I feel accepted. So same. thank you because same. I've never ever admitted that. So okay, next one. We love. Okay. I drop food on the floor of the kitchen and eat it anyway. Oh, I do that all the time. Uh same. Also, I used rule. to work at Subway. Oh, don't. No, don't. No, don't ruin Subway for me. No, no. This was just me. So unless okay. you had a sub from me back then. So, but it was also fine because they were frozen and then they were reheated. But once I dropped a full, so the meatballs come in these huge no, frozen bags. I was 14 and nine months at okay. Subway working yeah. there with another 15 year old. Yeah. Like we were just, you yeah. know, having a Anything great time. Anything goes. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> and I, I would sit in the freezer and eat the cookie dough, but that's another thing. Anyway, next part. So the, the meatball bag, I would, I once I dropped the entire meatball bag on the floor the and I was like oh my floor. god am I going to be fired or am I going to get in trouble so I just put it on the fridge. Wait the meatballs came out of the bag on the floor. But you know what it was so long ago that was that was 15 sure years ago so all liability now. is gone. Yeah. Now after 15 years I think legally it's gone so I can tell you that. <laughs> oh okay. Okay. If it's yellow, let it mallow. If it's brown, flush it down. Oh, no. I'm no. not at night time. I don't flush at all. Oh, no. yeah, but that's to not wake Josh. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't because yellow yeah. wee stains the toilet, especially if it you have a dehydrated stinks. husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen Don's, you know, Sometimes when it's yellow, let it like, mallow. Are you? Okay. I'm concerned. He leaves it and then people come over and yeah. use the toilet. Every time to go, oh my God, I have to go check because what's Dobson left in there? Surprise. And then I'll literally, you know what I do? Oh, because I can't, I'm not cleaning. I'm yeah. like, I'm not in my marriage yeah. cleaning the toilet after someone. Yeah, I'm not yeah, interested. Yeah. I didn't yeah, sign cool. up for this. Yeah, so I'll be nice. like, Dalton. Yeah. And then he knows and he like plods down the hallway. And then I'm like. When people are over? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 oh, no. Okay. This is more in private. And then I'll be like, did you look at the toilet? 
What do you think needs to be done with this toilet? <laughs> I'm so I'm so annoying. Anyway, and well, not annoying. It annoys me that yeah, he does yeah. that, and then so I make him clean or or thing it. But the yellow, the orange wee stains the toilet. Yeah, it does. And we just renovated our bathroom, so yeah. I would like Look to keep my that, toilet so shiny. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> okay, I tear my toenails instead of trimming them with clippers. Oh, same, same, same. I peel it all off, and then I we've had a. We've had a, a week and yes. I've eaten all of my... That's my stress fingers. response too. If I can't get my nails now because I get my nails done, I, I can't my do skin. it. I got yeah, skin. Not good. Yeah, I've got a good. bit of blood. <laughs> Just on one finger. Oh my gosh. Anyway, okay. guys. Okay, now we have some voice notes from you guys. So this is a bit gross, but when I don't have any floss or I'm out and about, I'll use my hair uh, or sometimes my fingernails to floss my teeth. Man, that's that's I do smart. That. Yeah, that's called resourceful. And you know what? That tells you that you've got some healthy hair. May I say, if you yeah. can get your tooth, I your actually hair, sorry. have to say quite often mine just breaks in my teeth. Oh, but then it gets stuck like a little piece of hair, and then to pull it out, it's really hard. <laughs> and then I'm like, now I've got spinach and hair in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I opened up a can of worms at work, and I started a conversation asking. Um, what do people use when they're having a shower? Are we using like soap? Are we using like a bar of soap or a liquid soap? What are we applying it with? Some people using like exfoliating gloves every day. Some people just doing straight on their hands. Some people using face washes, um, loofers. And then there was the conversation about how often do you change your loofers? And I very quickly learned that three years is way too long to be having your loofer. Even though I thought that, you know, you're showering, it's hot water, it's getting all soapy maybe I chuck it in the washing machine I don't know once every six months or something but I thought it was relatively clean and then I got very frowned upon very quickly so change your loofers girlies well because it's warm can I what the fuck is a loofer it's a (laughs) oh my god I'm just imagining this large sponge like what I wash myself with soap the end. The, the a loop. What's a loop? A loop is one of those like colorful, spongy looking things, isn't it? Like the little, 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 and they like hang on the. Is that a loofah? Or is it the one with the like a. a like a That reminds me of American movies. Shit. Now I don't know what a loofah well, is. Well, I don't have one, so I don't need to watch it. Thank you. But say to anyone that has a loofah. But it does remind me. It's I've like got a makeup f- sponge. <laughs> yeah. I've got a flannel in my shower, which I use to wash my face. I could probably wash that more often than I do. How often do you wash that? Well, I don't know, because to her point, I I like wring it out after I use it and then it hangs there and then I'll yeah, soak it, it up it the hangs next time. Damp. But yeah, every true, time is it dry true, or is it always true. damp? It's probably every couple of weeks and I really need to make that more. Yeah, because it, it molds. Yeah. Yeah. Damp things yeah. mold. Okay. I know we all fall victim to the lonely tub of peanut butter or Biscoff in the cupboard. The thing is, I can't have a sneaky spoon without being judged by my dogs. So I do share with them and will admit I am guilty of sharing utensils nope. and double dipping. Nope. One for the dog and then one spoon for me. Nope. A hundred percent. Disgusting. No, I'm sorry. that's gorgeous. You deserve worms. I'm gorgeous. Yuck. Why would I get worms? I, they, they have worm tablets. Yeah, but just no. I just don't deserve worms. <laughs> that's so mean. They lick their butts. Yeah. Yuck. I love my dog, but I'm not sharing a utensil with him. I kiss Bill and Ben, but I don't kiss their tongue. I just kiss their little cute lips. Yeah, but if they're eating (coughs) peanut butter on a spoon. Oh, so it's like you put the saliva and then, yeah. She's saying she double dips. Okay. One for Bill, dip it in the peanut butter, which you wouldn't eat anyway because you're allergic. allergic. And then you have it and then you dip it in and give it to Ben. Tell me. No. I think she would have told us if she had worms and it appears (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) Oh, my 
my god, thank you guys for sending those in. I love this segment. I think we need to anytime Return. you have got yeah. something because it we feel this like it's maybe not shame, but there's like a bit of shame about oh, t- I'm the only one who it. does yeah, that. But yeah. you're not. You're not the only except one. Except leaving me in the toilet. Sorry. No, he's definitely not the only one. <laughs> so please, if you want to send in anything to us, we love everything you send in. Any vo- voice notes we love, anything you want to send in, you can send it into our Insta on kickpod. At kickpod. At kickpod. At on. On kickpod. On at whatever. Give, give us a DM. Send it in. One, two, three, Steffi. Mm. You celebrated a very special moment this week and I just wanted to say I'm so proud of you and so happy for you and congratulations and it's amazing and you are the face, the global face of Sea Folly. Thanks. And it's just awesome. And also I think that anyone that you work with, I'm like they're lucky to have you. Like that's my (laughs) – but I think the thing that I really wanted to talk to you about Mm. was – your caption that you put in the post around the announcement of yeah. you being the face. And for anyone that doesn't know Sea Folly, maybe if you're from another country, obviously yeah. it's a global business. <laughs> but if you're listening, Sea Folly is the most iconic Australian swimwear brand ever, period. Wow. That's how it is. You're giving it that label. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's definitely 100%. one of They are the OG. There, there's, there's, like, there's obviously a lot of swimwear brands yeah, yeah. now, but Sea <laughs> Folly are the OG yeah. iconic I think particularly swimwear brand. For me, I think it's also their campaigns have always been iconic for me. Like I just always remember admiring them even before I was actually modeling, just absolutely loving their campaigns. And I think when I did start modeling, I it was definitely a dream client of mine to work with them. And it was a goal that I had from the beginning. Um, but I think, so I, for, for background for people who don't, kind of know how where I'd kind of come from or how long I was modeling for I was basically full-time modeling from 2011 to 2018 and um obviously like we launched kick and the ebook and stuff a little earlier than that but um it was really when we launched the app that I stepped away from like full-time modeling and I think when I did that when I stepped back I kind of just put some of those goals and ambitions of mine to the back of my head because it wasn't I mean I just didn't think it was going to happen number one but also I had other things <clears throat> on my mind and other dreams and ambitions for kick, of course. And so when this opportunity came up, I didn't really think it was going to actually happen. Like I remember they were considering me and I'd done like a social campaign with them where Josh had shot me down at the beach and I'd started to do a couple of those with them, which was fun and I just loved working with them and working with Josh. But, um, I, yeah, I, again, I didn't think it was going to kind of ever ever be their campaign and then when it came up I was kind of like oh I don't know if this is going to work out like it's gonna be really hard to fit in the schedule and then I just also just don't know if that I'm going to be right for them and so when it got confirmed I was in the office and I remember it because I was in the office and I was on the phone to Matt our agent and I had to take myself into one of those little phone booths because I was like well number one I just <laughs> don't like to take phone calls in the office but I also just like felt like I was going to get a bit emotional and I kind of questioned where the emotion was coming from because I think because I'd put the goal to the back of my mind, I was almost surprised by how excited I was for it because it's like something I hadn't thought of for a little bit. But I think it was also a bit of a mixed emotion because I realized, well, first of all, my first initial thought was, I wish this happened when I was full-time modeling. And I think I thought that because 
that when I was trying to be a full-time model, trying to be this international model, had all those like hopes and dreams of making like a really long career out of it. The idea of getting the C-Folly campaign for me was like a pivotal moment that might help me, I don't know, do even more and reach even more, which was exciting. So I think I was thinking of it in that way, like, oh, I wish it kind of happened then. Um, But Matt was very quick to say, well, no, I actually think it's perfect timing for you. And when I really thought about that comment, I agreed with him because when I was full-time modeling, especially in the early days, not so much towards the end, but especially in the early days when I was feeling really insecure about my body and I would have like all these, I just basically put myself on a pedestal. I had to try and look perfect, especially if I booked an exciting client or someone that I feel like I really, I don't know, maybe didn't deserve, but I just like had to, had to be on for the day. I would prepare for the shoot in ridiculous ways by restricting myself from food, um, overdoing it with exercise. And then all that would lead me to do is like be super insecure on the day and not necessarily enjoy the campaign as I should. And I think what I was really excited about this time around, and I suppose where I am in life now, is that I'm so comfortable with who I am and I'm not striving to be perfect anymore, which means in the lead up to this campaign, I didn't change anything because I'm I'm in a really nice place where not every week is perfect, but that's fine because I'm not aiming for perfection in my routine. And I just, I move my body because it makes me feel good. And I eat a certain way because it makes me feel good. So I didn't stop eating like chocolate or having those things that I used to would have demonized and thought, no, I can't have that in the week leading up to the shoot. Mm. None of that changed. And it just meant that on the day I could just relax and really enjoy it. And, and I did, I did really enjoy it. And I love the photos and I just feel really proud to kind of get to this point where I can do a shoot like that and just feel okay. And it didn't mean that I felt, you know, immensely confident and not, none of my insecurities show up, showed up that day. Like that's, that's not reality, but I was able to kind of push them away and just enjoy the day because it didn't matter so much anymore. I love that. And do you think that the reason for you feeling that way is Mm. that if you had done this campaign seven years ago, whenever, whenever it was that you were in that different mindset, the reason you felt like you're, because I relate to this so much, that you had to prepare Mm. in quotation marks for the shoot, like restrict yourself Mm. and lose weight basically in terms of preparing for a modeling shoot, is because your body in that shoot was your worth, but now your worth is has nothing to do with your body. So it's yeah. like it actually doesn't matter what you look like when you show up on the day because you're there as you. Yeah. And that's what is important. Yeah, and definitely. That's definitely. so that's amazing. Yeah. And I think that that's I mean, and I and I also like want to acknowledge that that's a really kind of fortunate place to get it get to in the modeling industry when you are kind of getting booked for who you are less so than fitting a mold of measurements and everything like that, because it's not, not everyone has that. Um, so I do want to acknowledge that, but it is, it is a really nice place and it does allow me to enjoy it, you know? Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing so that. Nice. I, I think too, for like, if I think back to my, where a lot of my unhealthy relationship with food habits, mm. exercise, excessive exercise mm. came from, it was from reading magazines Mm -hmm. about models and how they prepared for shoots because I was like, I want to look like you because you're amazing. You're perfect in quotation marks. And so I would read and and they would say, like, I didn't eat before this shoot. Like I, Victoria, like a 
Um, for the show, Victoria's Secret Victoria's show. Victoria's Secret show, like yeah. whatever it was. Like I only drank water and I was like, oh, well, that's what I have to do. Yeah. And I I took, that was so, it took me so long to get that shit out of my head. So yeah. I think for people looking at you and seeing you in that ca- campaign and seeing that you didn't feel mm. like you had to change your body to be in it, mm. I think is really special. Thanks. So thank you for sharing that. And I think the more it means now, I, I, I mean, obviously we just need to continue having these conversations and continue talking about mm. it. But the more we can change this narrative, mm. then kids growing up now won't have to read that shit, mm. which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But thanks. So exciting. thank you. And and it's just amazing. Global face of sea folly. <laughs> and just thanks. iconic. Iconic. What is it time for? Special share. Share. Steffi. Have you got a special? Well, I hope you have a special share yes, at this stage in our podcast life. I do. I hope that we know it's special share time. What's yours? Okay. It's called Lessons in Chemistry mm-hmm. and it is based in the 1950s. Mm. Now, it is fucking infuriating to watch. Yeah. Parts of it. Yeah. Because it is about this amazing woman. She is played by Brie Larson. She has a dream of being a scientist and she is challenged by a society that says that women deserve to live, to be in a domestic space. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's just, you know what's crazy? It's is that, that this, watching it, <laughs> is actually so effed yeah. in, it was where 70 years ago, only 70 years yeah. ago. Yeah. And the way, it's like it, this whole science chemistry thing is a male's, it's yeah. a male's world. Yeah. It is just, and she is so smart and mm-hmm. she does all the work mm-hmm. and she gets zero credit yeah. because of no other reason but her gender. And yeah. just like... Listening to the justifications mm. of the men in the room as to why, like when it's like, what well, was it because of my gender? And it's like, well, no, but yeah, it is actually. Yeah. And it's just, it's anyway, it is fantastic. It is in a nutshell. Oh, this, why do I even talk? I should have just read this out. In a nutshell, it is incredible, compelling and inspiring. I agree. 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's That's on good. Apple. The book is available I feel like I'm going to read the book first. Maybe I'll watch the first episode so I can get to know the characters yeah, and you then should. I'll read the book. I'll, and you would love yeah. the male character. Oh, you God. would honestly, I reckon he'd be right up your alley, Is Steffi. Lewis Pullman. I think he would get you. I think you'd be He like, would Ooh. get me, would he? Ooh. Oh, no, he's American. <laughs> That's okay. We yeah, love I mean, Americans. there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. Top Gun. He was in Top Gun. Okay. <laughs> People listening like that. Is time. it Maverick? Sorry. <laughs> in their own time but I recommend so really loving it nice yeah thank you okay now your turn my my special share I'm sure is no surprise to a lot of you um or any other Swifties out there but it is the Errors Tour movie I went to see the movie in the cinemas with Bailey the other day and it was Amazing. Can I say? Yeah. The other day when I texted, I don't know, yeah. I was definitely, we WhatsApp 24 7 and yeah. you're like, sorry for the delay. I've been in the cinema. And I was like, I, I just forgot to ask Sunday you, night. like, why, why are we in the cinema on a Sunday night at 10 p.m.? Like yeah. it was, and the only thing that would get yeah. you there is Taylor Swift. Yeah. And it's a three hour movie. So you got to sit there because it's the whole concert. So it's start to finish her entire concert. Wait, so you go to watch the concert in the cinema? Yeah, it was. We we got up and danced out the front. Like we literally were dancing to a song. Everyone was clapping after every song. Was as it if we were at a the premiere? Freaking... Were you no, VIP? No, or no, just no, no. What no. cinema no, were no, you no. at? The cinema was like half empty. It was not a busy cinema. Which one? 
Um, Hoyt's Chadston. Why is that important? Because I just want to... F- <laughs> Hoyt's Chadston. Okay. Anyway, but it was the extreme screen. So it was like big. But... The, th- the funny thing is, is what we've seen on TikTok, I don't know if anyone, Swifties would have seen this. Maybe maybe you haven't been targeted by it. I'm a Swiftie now. I listen a lot. Yeah. Okay, cool. So <laughs> I'm surprised you don't know what I'm talking about then. Because when it, when it first came to the cinemas, everyone was like flocking down the front, right in front of the screen and like literally making a mosh pit and for the whole thing, right? And that was trending on TikTok. And then people were going like the week after or whatever and getting really excited for that kind of energy. Okay. And they were like their cinema versus my cinema. And like it was like crickets, like no one was standing up in their seats or anything like that. And me and Bailey were like, if we have a boring cinema, like that's going to really kill the mood. And when we got there and we sat down and realised that it was, like, half empty, we were like, it's not looking good. (laughs) (laughs) And then we started, like, kind of quietly singing in our seats and we could see in the corner of I.I. like a few people kind of, like, you know, just bouncing around in their seat and we're like, come on, bring it up, bring it up. And thank God this little Gen Z ran down the front with her mum, pulled her mum down, and then they started dancing. I looked at Bailey and I was looking at her and she she was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Couple others joined them, like just complete strangers. Good. Like love other That's parts beautiful. of the cinema. Yeah, really nice. And then Love Story came on and I looked at Bailey and I was like, when are we ever yeah. going to do this? Like when are we ever going to get the opportunity to do this again? And we also haven't got tickets yet, so we still don't know if we're actually going to go see the actual yet? concert. Why do you think Because we them? are going to get it. How? I'm manifesting it. I don't don't care. I'm going to buy them from someone. It's going to happen, Laura. It's happening. Okay, anyone There's listening, no you could way. make a lot of money off Steph <laughs> if you want. If you want to give your ticket up, I'm Steph, not. Uh, what is I'm the most done. you would pay for a Taylor Swift ticket? I don't Truly. know. Okay, just say they're like I don't know. They're actually quite expensive. I think. Oh, it yes. depends on what package you got. And just I'm say, going on the floor. Just say okay. How much is a floor <laughs> ticket? I don't know, but they're upwards of a thousand. Okay, what would you pay for it? Like what would because this to you is probably like do you put a value on this? I would pay five thousand dollars per ticket. Isn't that what it already costs though? No, I think it was like eight hundred. Mm, I don't think it's going to get you there. <laughs> I think the people listening they'd no, like no, to make no, a no, double no, sorry. profit. Eight hundred dollars give- with <laughs> VIP ones. Okay, but I don't. I just need to be on the floor. Okay, I don't know. We'll I see. Don't think that's enough. I'm manifesting. It's going to happen. Anyway, I said to Bailey, we don't even know if we're going to go to the concert. This is our only like chance to actually feel like we're there. So we ran down the front. We danced to Love Love Story, and then we we sat down, enjoyed a few of the other so- like songs at the front, and then we went back to our chair. And then you felt like you could sing loudly, and mm. we just sang to like every lyric of every song for the rest of it, and it was so fun. And the concert, may I say, I haven't obviously been to the real thing, but this was pretty much it, and it is phenomenal she goes through all of her different eras the whole stage her like everything changes every time and it's amazing because if you think about it like when you go to a concert it's usually because of a new album launch yes which means they don't always play all the songs that you actually love oh there's nothing worse right? than you're playing a song you're and like all the new stuff they're like i'm so excited to, to share, share this, this new, new music yeah. with you i'm like i've never heard it i don't care exactly play me your og but that's what the eras yes. tour is it's literally like all of her best tunes yeah. over the decade it's just amazing i'm so well i'm gonna go so i'm so excited okay, i love it. i love it that's when we manifest we have to speak in the present tense <laughs> yes not future but also you are regardless going- of whether you have tickets or not i don't think it would ruin it i think it would get you even more excited for okay. the concert so I recommend going to and movie. we recommend Hoyt's Chatson likely there will be some fun people in there I don't know where the shit's in them <laughs> um, so everyone
everyone. Thank you for listening to the pod today. Uh, if you want to get involved with the podcast, send us a DM at KickPod mm. on Instagram. We love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. And we also, if you want to try Kick, all of the links and things are in the show notes. We have a seven-day free trial. You can sign up on our website at yeah. www.kickup.com or our app is just KIC. And our Instagram accounts are in the show notes too. Exactly. We will chat to you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.